Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 174. In this episode, you are going to hear about the best investments that I've ever made in my finances. I cannot wait to share these with you. Sometimes it's the things that we don't expect that can have a big effect or make a big change in our financial situation. So we're going to dive deep into that. But before we do, I've got to ask you, Have you registered for It's Not About the Numbers Masterclass yet? I cannot wait to have you in that class. It's going to be so awesome. Here's the thing. There's so much that we don't know about finances, or there's so many misconceptions, I should say, about finances, right? And we think it has to be all about the numbers. And for somebody like me, who was not a numbers girl, that was very intimidating. There are other ways to look at your finances without just focusing on the numbers. So I would love to have you attend the masterclass. It's not about the numbers masterclass. I said masterclass, but masterclass, it's gonna be so awesome. I can't wait to have you there. The link is gonna be in the podcast notes here. So click and sign up. There's a couple different days, couple different times because I wanna make it a little bit more flexible for you. So sign up, it's gonna be so much fun. All right. With that, let's get to the episode. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about the investments that I've made in regards to my finances and how they've had a huge impact. All right, let's just jump right in, dive right in, I'll tell you about it. Two people that had a big impact were Ruth Sukup and Dave Ramsey. All right, let's talk about Ruth. Ruth, total badass. She used to have a podcast called Doing It Scared. She also has a book called Doing It Scared. And back in the day, I read her book and she was in financial problems or she had overcome financial problems, I should say. And I'm trying to think of what that book's name was. Okay, it was either living while spending less or unstuffed. I feel like it was living while spending less, but it could have been either of those two books. But in there, she talks all about this organizing, which I've never been great at organizing, but she said it in a way that seemed so simple. And then she also talked about finances and how doing Financial Peace University, which is a Dave Ramsey course, how that absolutely changed her life, changed her marriage, changed things for her. And so, like I said, she put things in a way that seemed so simple. And it made me believe that I could do it too, which is amazing, right? So I was very nervous, very uncomfortable with money and finances, and I knew that mine were in a bad place. But I trusted what she said because 
it seems so simple, not the finance part of it, but like everything else she said was in a way that I could understand or how she described her situation and getting out of it, um, getting out of financial problems I could resonate with. And so I was like, well, she did it and it worked for her. So it'll probably work for me too. But when it comes to money, there seems to be the skepticism like, huh? Are they going to take my money? Is this a scam? Is this just something they're going to do to get my money? And then that's it? Like nothing? Um, They're just going to take my money and then I'm going to be out money? I don't want to put money in something that's not going to have a return. And, you know, you kind of go down this rabbit hole. It's like one thing after the next and there's all this distrust. At least I felt that way with money. Um, And I just was worried it would be a scam, something like that. But when I heard her, I trusted her because I had followed her work for a while and had gotten some results from it. So I went all in. But reading that book um, totally changed my life and gave me the courage to do Financial Peace University. And so if you haven't heard of FPU or Financial Peace University, that is Dave Ramsey's course. And you can do at-home classes and just watch it online. Or you could do, and back in my day it was DVD, (laughs) Um, or you can go to classes in person where a bunch of people are there. Like if you're associated with a church or something, sometimes they're held at a church, sometimes they're held at like an apartment complex or any type of conference room facility, somebody could host them. So you just look online, Financial Peace University, and find out if there's a local class. So I did that and paid off $106,000 in just under two years. Absolutely game-changing. So yeah, it's sometimes if you want to make a change, you have to take a chance. You have to take a leap. You have to do something that you've never done before and learn things that you haven't learned before, right? Or learn them in a new way. And so taking that leap can absolutely be a game-changer and change your finances forever. All right. Another thing that has had a big impact on me and my finances is mastermind groups. You may have heard me talk about masterminds, but let me tell you what Wikipedia says it is, just in case you're not familiar. A mastermind group is a peer-to-peer mentoring group used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the group or other members, or from the other group members. The concept was conceived or coined in 1925 by Napoleon Hill in his book, The Laws of Success, and described more detail in his 1937 book, Think and Grow Rich. I cannot talk today. Think and Grow Rich. That's one of his more popular books is Think and Grow Rich. In his books, he Hill discussed the idea of a mastermind, which referred to two or more people coming together in harmony to solve problems. So to me, A mastermind group is a group of like-minded people. It can be a business group or it could just be any problem that you're trying to solve. So maybe if everybody in the group has been through a divorce, that's what they're trying to solve is life after divorce, right? It can be any topic. It can be a mastermind about finances. You choose, you know, you can create your own mastermind too. But here's the deal. Mastermind is a group of like-minded people going for the same type of goal. It is good to be around people who have the same dreams, goals, and desires that you do. They can help you to up-level your thinking in your life, in your business. It has helped me so much. There are so many things that I probably never would have done, including this podcast, if I didn't join a mastermind group. Because they help you believe in yourself and see the things that you are capable of that you can't see see for yourself. Or 
they can gently point out mistakes or things like, oh, maybe instead of this, you try this, like give you different ideas. So a mastermind group is huge. It's so cool to have a group of people who have your back and love and support you. So definitely think about joining a mastermind or creating a mastermind. If there's nothing like that around you, create one. All right, something else that has helped me so much is hiring coaches. Coaches are amazing. They can absolutely help you with your finances and it doesn't just have to be a financial coach. But some of my coaches have been Kathy Heller. She has the podcast, Don't Keep Your Day Job. Ray Edwards, Jeff Goins, Allison Bird. They have completely changed my thinking, helped me open up to a new way of being and a new way of thinking, which has been so helpful. And really all of this has gotten me into like self-development, self-care and self-love and knowing myself in a different way than I knew before. And that can't help or it's going to affect your finances, right? If you have people breathing light and stuff into your life, then it is going to help you up level. It is going to help you have an effect on your finances. So don't be afraid to hire a financial coach or hire a health coach or whatever it is. A lot of the different areas of our life affect our finances and we don't even realize it. So we'll talk about this in the upcoming masterclass, but there's a wheel of life. And in the center is like self-care and then around it there is relationships, spirituality, health, finances, spirit, wait, relationships, spirituality, health, and finances. And all of those things have an impact on your finances, right? So imagine you're having a relationship issue and you're arguing with your spouse or significant other and you're kind of arguing a lot. Well, that takes an effect on you. And as a result of that, maybe you're feeling anxious, you're feeling upset. So you go and you spend like, oh, let me buy something on Amazon. That'll make me feel better. Let me go to my favorite store. So our relationships and other areas of our life have an effect on our finances. So it is so helpful to have coaches and other people who can um, help you navigate because it can be hard. Another thing that I would recommend that has had a huge impact on my finances is reading financial books. Man, when I was first starting and I was doing Financial Peace University, there was still a lot of stuff that I did not understand. It just confused the heck out of me and I felt so stupid and I was frustrated, absolutely frustrated. So I was bound and determined to figure it out. So at the time, I went to the library and loaded up on financial books. I was like, okay, one of these has to make sense to me. One of them has to help me understand what's going on, how to create a budget, what to do. And I was frustrated. I was uncertain. And so, yeah, I read every book I could possibly get my hands on about finances. And so I would absolutely recommend that you do the same. If you want to become an expert in something, if you want to improve a situation in your life, like your finances or your health or whatever it might be, then dive all in. Go check out all the books at the library about that subject matter and read everything that you can get your hands on. Now, I don't remember every single book that I that I read in the beginning. Um, I could tell you I read a Dave Ramsey book. And then um, more recently, I read Kyle Cease, The Illusion of Money. Now, these those are two wildly different perspectives on money. Absolutely different. 
but it's good to look at. It's good to look at what one person says, what another person says, and then say, oh, but what would work for me? And yes, I'm a firm believer in going all in on one plan and following what one expert says to a T, but I also think that we need a lot of options or we need to have diverse information, right? Because it's good to know what different people are saying and figure out what is right for you. And so, yeah, go all in on one program and then follow it to a T, right? Do that for a year. Do that for six months. See if you gain traction. See if it works for you. If not, yeah, you can look at other options, but follow one person's advice. But there's nothing wrong with at least knowing what you're up against or knowing what somebody else teaches so that you have diverse knowledge on the topic of money or whatever you're seeking knowledge about. Okay, this one's going to sound funny. But gratitude practice. A gratitude practice is something I've doubled down on, especially in the last six months, I would say. And I've struggled with it in the past. Absolutely struggled with it. It seemed to be hit or miss. But gratitude practice is an investment in your finances. Because we often buy, 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 and then forget to appreciate the things that we have. And so before I got out of debt, I was spending money all the time. I was buying on Amazon. I was buying on Groupon. I'd be like, oh, that's a good deal. I got to have it. They're never going to have this deal again. And I would buy stuff from Groupon or Woot or wherever. I would just buy on all these websites. Mainly, cannot talk, mainly Amazon or Groupon. But I would buy, be looking for good deals or I would think it would satisfy my pain, but it didn't. So I would get packages in the mail And I would never even open them. Never even open them. I would just kind of set them aside. Because I thought it would ease my pain or I thought it would make me feel better in the moment. And maybe there was like a two second zing. Like, ooh, that felt good. And then I didn't even care. I didn't even care to open it. And even when I did open it, it would be like, woo. And then set it aside, right? And probably never use it. It was more of me thinking buying something was going to solve my pain. And so gratitude practice is so important. Like instead of going for things, 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 always having things, be grateful for what you have right now. And I learned this from my divorce. When I was in the process of the divorce, I was, I had nothing. I didn't have very many of my belongings. And at first I was like, oh, poor pitiful me and felt bad for myself. But guess what? That that minimalism and not having very much was probably the best that I felt. It felt so good to be free from like all of the stuff, like the stuff that piles up in everyday life. So yeah, consider starting a a gratitude practice, being grateful, noticing all of the things that you have. Do you have a roof over your head? That's something to be grateful for. Do you have a bed to sleep in? That's something to be grateful for. A toilet? Like some of the seemingly stupid or minute things, but you know what? Not everybody has those things. But when we do, we take them for granted. So a gratitude practice can be very impactful for your finances and a big investment. Something to remember is an investment doesn't have to be a financial investment. It can be an investment into your future. It could be a time investment. So you're investing your time, which time is money, right? So you're investing your time into something. So I would say invest your time, and this is what I did, into podcasts, financial podcasts, podcasts where I could learn something like Guy Kawasaki has a podcast, Dave Ramsey has a podcast, 
or Farnoosh Tarabi. I think it's the So Money podcast. This podcast. Listen to podcasts who talk about money and then invest in those. Listen to those over and over again, right? It doesn't have to be the same episode, but as new episodes come out, listen to them. See what people who have gone through that situation, what they have to say and what they learn from it and what they suggest to do. Now, what I did was... When I would be having financial problems or when I was trying to get out of debt, I would listen to these podcasts to remind me, you can get out of debt. You can do it. Or if I was tempted to buy something that I knew I shouldn't buy, then I would listen to a podcast. So it it would convince me like, oh, you don't need to be spending money on that right now. And then I probably wouldn't. But I kind of used our podcast as my financial accountability partner. There is nothing wrong with that. There are experts all over. And... You can go on YouTube, you can go on a podcast, you can um, go on social media. All of these things, there's people that talk about finances, right? Sorry, my dogs are beneath me. So if you hear the pitter-patter of their feet or the heavy breathing, it's them. Um, But in that sense, you have an accountability partner everywhere. You have an accountability partner on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on podcasts. And use those to your advantage because that can be a great financial benefit to you. All right. Something that I did and it definitely was a good investment for me is I had a secret savings account. Who was the secret from? Myself. (laughs) So before I knew anything about money and when I was $106,000 in debt, I had a secret savings account, which is an online savings account. So it's an online bank and they take money from my bank that I use routinely. And you set up a dollar amount, like say take $200 a month and it puts it into a savings account online. So I looked at what online savings account had the highest interest rate. So go online and you look for a high yield savings account. And so they have an interest rate that's higher than others. And in this case, the interest rate is helpful because it's more money that you get for the amount of money that you have in there. It has a higher interest. It gains more money and at a faster rate. So maybe you'd only get a half percent somewhere with one account and then another one has 1%. So you want to look for the highest APY, which is the annual annual percentage yield. And that percentage reflects the amount of money or interest that you'll earn on your bank over a year. So you want to look for the highest annual percentage yield, APY. Um, Definitely helpful. So that's what I did. And this was before I knew anything about money. So kind of look at your circumstances. If you're out of debt, it might be a great option for you. When I did it, it was before I had any plan to pay off debt. I just knew I needed to save some money. So I did have some money in savings, not a huge amount, maybe three or $4,000, because that's the only way that I could figure to save. So although I had $106,000 in debt, I had this three or $4,000 in cash, right? So I could immediately put that towards like, okay, part of it is my emergency savings account and the rest go towards debt because I created a plan. So yeah, it's cool. That was one of the best investments I made at the time because I knew nothing about money, nothing about paying off debt and it helped me kind of get the ball rolling. But if you're out of debt, that's also a good option because it just automatically will put money into that account and you don't even have to see it. So right on payday, I do it every two weeks on payday and it takes it out. And so it's like, I 
am used to not having that money. And it's not in front of my eyes. I don't have a debit card I can go use for it. So it helps to save money. And I again, I would recommend that more if you were out of debt and you just want to save money and have it going into an account to where you don't see it. And it's just going to continue to grow interest for you because that's always helpful. All right, let's do a quick recap. I threw a lot of stuff at you. I hope that it was helpful and that you can implement some of these in your life today. So things that helped me, the best investments that I made with my finances were through some experts like Ruth Sukup and Dave Ramsey. By joining a mastermind, that was helpful for me. Hiring coaches to help me. Reading financial books, any financial books that I could get my hands on. Having a gratitude practice, just being grateful for what you have today. Having a time investment of listening to things like podcasts. And then a secret savings account. Okay, so I'd love to hear from you on the gram. Hit me up on Instagram, at ordinary to badass. I want to know, have you done any of these things? What has been the biggest investment for your future, for your finances? So I'm at Ordinary Tabatas on Instagram. I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode and throw it in your Instagram stories and tell me what your takeaway was, what you're going to start implementing in your life or what you already have implemented, what has been helpful to you. I want to continue the conversation. Too often we're talking here on the podcast and I love you for it, but I want to hear feedback from you. So don't be afraid to reach out from or reach out to me. I absolutely enjoy it. And then of course, we can always connect on the masterclass. It's not about the numbers master masterclass and the link will be in the notes here for the podcast. And with that, we'll end our show. To all the women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's ordinarytobadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.